Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. Today we will continue our discussion of Grace and Frankie, season one, and today we tackle episodes uh, three, which is the dinner, four, the funeral, and episode five, which is the fall. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, continuation of the story which is always yes. good. Yes, and they continue kind of the, the same format of switching back and forth between Grace and Frankie's storyline and Robert and Saul's storyline to kind of parallel how each of the two sets of people is kind dealing of with the situation and showing kind of like how much happier Robert and Saul are now yeah. that they've you know made this change and like kind of how much sadder Grace and Frankie are because of this as well. Absolutely. So I think I think the format of going back and forth between the storylines like that is it's very effective. Yeah, for it this is. Show. Yeah, and showing the contrast and also just kind of breaking it up because, uh, yeah, it gives you time to sort of like think about each of the situations sort of independently instead of right. Yeah, focusing too much on it. I do like right. like seeing the effects of what the. I must said breakup, what the, <laughs> the split has had on Grace and Frankie. Like, Grace is realizing that pretty much everything that she's doing is sort of implicated with Robert, and that like she's crossing off everything off of her list. Right. You know? Yeah. I think that's like really significant, like that opening scene of her just like blacking out all of her appointments because she's she's losing so much more than just her marriage because of this separation, you know? Absolutely. And that that becomes even more apparent in the next episode, the funeral, you know, that she's losing like almost everything you could say. And she's really going to have to rebuild her life from scratch because of this. Absolutely. And, you know, Frankie being the artsy type is realizing (laughs) that she's sort of like losing her creative, her like creativity or her inspiration to create which leads to a, a fun scene of her like staring down her yeah. canvas. Yes. I like particularly the moment when she like walks away and turns back at it to look real quick. Right. Um, I think it just shows like that she's maybe maybe not so much that she's losing like her ability to be an artist. Right. But just like she does she's lost. She doesn't know who yeah. she is anymore without Saul. And so that's coming through in her art that she she can't even paint something anymore because she's just so lost at this point in her life. Absolutely. But um, do mm-hmm. do we see at the end of this episode? I can't remember, or at the end of any one of these three episodes, what that <laughs> painting actually turns into. Um, we do see later on when she's mashing all of her food into it. Well, yeah, we see that, but like <laughs> that painting itself, I don't. I don't know if they show because she it, she does complete it. She yeah. actually uses paint, and but I don't think you see what it no, turns we into don't. We don't. in these three episodes. I couldn't remember. Yeah, all we um, see is like I think it's in the next one with um, the very next one we'll be watching the earthquake episode. I think it's in that one that you see. Yeah, no. At the end of this episode is when yeah she's mashing all of her food into it, and yeah. <laughs> Grace comes in and says, "What is it? An otter?" And, and... <laughs> Frankie's just like it's my fucking day. Yeah, Which... oh, but that, that um, um, pesto and pita bread that she was eating before she started <laughs> smashing it all over her canvas, like, yeah. really, that looked delicious. I would have liked that. There's Flatter just of- there's just something delicious about pesto that I I can't understand. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it is it is interesting to sort of see 
like where the days go like you know frankie trying to find some more inspiration like <laughs> answers a call for an artist like <laughs> a sort of artist in residence at, at this sort yeah. of retirement home and ends up getting the full tour of like <laughs> someone thinking that she's just there to be a resident and she right. i just love how horrified she is <laughs> at the end of that and this like that storyline is like paralleled them with grace attempting to get her old job <laughs> back and like both of the girls but like, both grace and frankie like end up feeling very i guess like insignificant you know uh, yeah. at the end of it like they're unwanted and unnecessary oh, yeah. in society kind of is oh, like the, they both have those resulting experiences and there's also like even the moment when i think uh grace says it nicely she's just like are you implying i'm irrelevant right and like that's kind of what what's really happening here and you know that's kind of culminated at the very end when we have uh grace and frankie trying to buy cigarettes yes. <laughs> and the cashier is just like completely ignoring them yeah and that's um, like a, another way that this show really focuses on issues that older people face in our yeah, society absolutely. because that is definitely the way that a lot of them are treated yeah they're just um, invisible like you reach a certain I, age and no one cares <laughs> i do like that frankie decides that you know can't see me can't stop me and just steals the <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> i know that is the best. Uh, that is her making the best of a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, then, but then on the other side of things, we have Robert and Saul trying to basically pretend that everybody is okay yeah. with um, this huge, you know, decision that they've made. And they're having their children over for, for dinner for the first time since they've moved in together. Right. And the, the issue with the whole, like, of course, a lot of things happen during that dinner. <laughs> but, like, the whole problem with it is, like, you don't, if you want things to, if you want to portray how normal things are, like, you don't, you know, invite your children to come eat on your best china and, like, right. try to have this super formal setting. It's very weird. Yeah, I feel like that's probably how Robert and Grace always entertain yeah. their kids, though. Like, that would just that had been normal for him, but it it definitely wouldn't have been normal for like Frankie and Saul to have had right. them over in that way. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they were just like compromising on well, we'll we'll go formal with it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I do. I love the kids' reactions to it, especially <laughs> at the end of the episode. Oh, though, yeah. like they they really call them out on it, and I think that it was kind of necessary for them to point out like we're not okay with this yet. <laughs> we <laughs> might be someday, but you know we're we're still upset that this happened you know right and you know bud's sort of explosion at the end which i love seeing brianna's reaction to it because she just yeah. kind of like taken aback but it's true that like the situation you know would be completely different if it were you know if they had been cheating on their mothers with other women exactly but yeah because they are with each other you know it adds an extra element that like you being angry at that almost makes you sort of like I don't know some homophobic or something. Yeah, homophobic. Which but is like the issue isn't that that they're gay. The issue is that they were cheating for twenty years, oh, and it wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter to them that they were cheating with men. Right. You know, it's just the fact that they were cheating on their mothers. You know, yeah, for, exactly for, for so a long, long time. Yeah. <clears throat> but um. Yeah, I do love that. Like, um, 
Yeah, the whole time that Bud's just trying to like keep his cool and act like it's normal, and then I do I love at the end like after he's passed out the cake, he's like, "What does he say? Like we should be eating cake or something?" So we are so not. We are not eating, eating cake. cake. <laughs> and just leaves with the cake, <laughs> and we find out that he ah uh, he takes it right over to to the beach house for yeah. Grace and Frankie. I was a. I like that they they did that. They took it over there for their moms and left it behind. Yeah. It is kind of like, it is funny to think that I guess in a situation like that, you wouldn't really know how to act. And so maybe it would make, it would make sense to them to be like, we shouldn't tell our mothers about this because they'll be like offended or like persuade us not to go or something like that. Or just be upset that, just be upset. Yeah. But it's true. That they're so normal and happy. Like Robert and Saul are just like going on about life. Like everything's right. fine yeah and grace even mentions that she's like a week afterwards you try to invite our kids they're like it was normal or something right like that. um but it is true that like you know you would you should probably just if you're in that situation i would have just told my mother like hey this is the situation <laughs> we've been invited we can't i guess they could say no but i don't know what i would do like yeah like Mallory points out, you know, there's not some handbook as to like right. how to handle this situation. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> That's true. We don't know how to how to make this right because it's not right yet. You know, right? It needs it needs more time. It's too soon. The way that Saul Saul kind of realizes, you know, that it was too soon to try to do something like that. Yeah. But um, and we do learn though at the dinner party, separate from all the rest of the drama. <laughs> that um we fi- we do finally learn what happened between Mallory and Coyote. Yes. Um when he was high on what did he say? Cocaine, tequila, and non stick cooking spray. <laughs> I think was the combination of things <laughs> yeah. he was high on. Yeah. Um and we also kind of get the hint that there was definitely like romance in mm-hmm. their past lives because um Bud says refers to Mallory as like the squandered or the what was it? How does he remember. word it? Uh, the lost love of his squandered life or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, and we yeah, we, so we don't we don't really know yet like any more details about their history other than you know, th- there is something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, all we know is that Coyote in his uh, drugged up stupor was not happy that she was marrying Mitch. And would rather which, it be anyone else. <laughs> right. Which, you know, she married him seven years before Coyote's drugged up outburst. Absolutely. And had several children with Mitch. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we'll find out more about the intricacies of, of the yes. Mitch-Mallory relationship as we continue yes. through the seasons. But, but um, that's all we know. That's currently. all we know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the big stuff in, in the dinner. Yeah, that's that kind of gives a good overview of the storylines for that episode. Yeah. Did you, before we uh, move on to the funeral, were there any like uh, quotes or quips that you heard that you wanted to mention from season one, episode three? My joints are supple. <laughs> As she like does a deep squat. <laughs> FYI, childbirth was easier than getting out of that chair. <laughs> I've written that one down too. That was so good. That whole scene of her like struggling to get out and then Brianna trying to help her out of the chair was. Oh, and and just like the way Brianna has that office decorated is so terrible and tricky. <laughs> it I is hate so everything terrible. about it. <laughs> and do you remember when we like for a while when we moved 
uh, in together in Indiana, like all we had were those like deep seat chairs. <laughs> yes, those mushroom <laughs> chairs. Yeah. yeah. So it reminded me of and how difficult it was to like get. We had those for a long time until like we somebody did. I worked with was like, "Oh, I've got some furniture in a storage <laughs> unit you can have. It's been there for a year." <laughs> we're like, yeah. "Yes, we're desperate. Please give us those things." <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Do you still have that couch? No, I don't have any couches. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, but I moved uh, from uh, from Indianapolis to to. New oh York. yeah, yeah. Uh, you basically only took what you could fit in your car. I forgot yep. about that. Yep. But yeah. So. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moving yep. on to the the next episode, which the is funeral. the funeral. So Larry has died. Uh, like okay, <laughs> to be let's let's just get this out of the way. Yes. Who the hell is this Larry guy who seems to know every single person in this town and has done like huge life changing favors for for Everyone. all of these people? Like, who wants this guy? I know, just a really stand up guy. I guess he must have also been like a millionaire. It must you know, be. He was, Everybody's talking about all the amazing things yeah. he's done for them. I did love I did love that like touching on that point that he did things for everyone, like when Grace and Frank are in the line waiting to see the, the widow, they're mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, Larry got Saul his job and she's like, Come to think <laughs> of it, Larry got Robert his job. Right. I blame, I blame Larry, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Which in a way, I mean they wouldn't yeah, have that's otherwise. true. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't think we can yeah. blame Larry for their sexual orientation, but... No. I suppose you can't really blame Larry for their affair, either. They made that decision on that's their true. own. That's true. That's true. But, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of funny to think of, like, at the age that they are, that, like, their friends and people they know really are starting to die. Yeah. Which is yeah. a weird, another weird thing to think about of getting older. And that's even referenced in the previous episode when um, I think Grace, uh, Frankie's talking about how she wants to go fishing and she's like, oh yeah, Todd has a boat. Oh no, Todd's yes. dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, in that very long self monologue <laughs> that yeah, she does. <laughs> but it's, but, yeah, um, like people are just dying on you. And that's and that's kind of a, a topic that's addressed even more in the upcoming seasons as well yeah. about you know death and funerals and kind right. of losing. You're at the age in your life where you start losing everybody you know, kind of thing. Yeah, but, um, which is a weird thing to think about. But. Yeah, it is. But we have a um, significant moment in this episode where Grace finally takes her wedding ring off. Yes, um, we do. And Frankie pretends that she can't get hers off. And <laughs> Hers yet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but. I love that Grace, Grace is just like, oh, my hand looks weird. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine it would. Yeah. yeah. Although I also like, I don't know, I can't imagine sleeping with a ring on. So <laughs> I feel like even after I am married, I'll still want to like take my ring off at night and like sit it on Maybe. the bedside table or something. Like I've tried sleeping with, like I have a ring that, of my mother's that I wear pretty much every day. And I've tried sleeping with that before and I just, and it's like, it's very flat and smooth, doesn't have any stones that stick up from it, but I still, it just bothers me to have it on yeah. at night. I mean, but, I guess I guess if you're just wearing the band, I feel like 
a lot of people tend to wear like the band and the engagement ring, which right. is like the Especially giant the stone. Yeah, like I certainly wouldn't be able to wear like one with a protruding stone. Right. I feel night. like you just like cut your face trying to like. Yeah. <laughs> and and I sleep with my hands like up under my head, right. so like it's like right there at eye level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good. So um, I, I imagine that I will remove them. Yeah. Once, once I have them <laughs> um, during the night. But, yeah. But maybe not. Who knows? You'll find out, I guess. I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. It, it is interesting to see, like, this episode really brings out the the dynamic between, like, the, dif- the difference really between, like, the way that Grace and Frankie, I mean, <laughs> Grace and Robert were as a couple and the way that Frankie and Saul were as a couple. Yes, yes. Because, like, you know, the former is very much into, like, things always need to be professional. There is a way that you do things. There's right. a way you act at funerals. And the other is kind of, like, you need to embrace your emotions. Like, if you <laughs> need ugly comfort shoes, like, that's what you do. Right. <laughs> um, and that's really, like, a, the point, of, the main point of contention in this entire sort of episode you know right and yeah that and just like showing the difficulties that both i guess we'll call them both couples even though grace and frankie aren't really a couple but like the yeah. difficulties that the guys and the girls are each facing separately at a social event like this yeah. um because the, you know grace and frankie think oh it's it's so easy for them you know they don't have to to deal with people looking at them pityingly or anything like that but they also are having you know running into some difficulties trying to explain to people like what what, what yeah. has transpired kind of thing <laughs> i do there's like that great moment when because like before this of course uh robert and saul are trying to decide what term to use right like you know robert doesn't like boyfriend or soulmate and and i forget the one that's rejected as retro whatever by um uh, i think saul. longtime companion oh that's what it was <laughs> from a time so- before People right. would play gay men in Hollywood. <laughs> so they settle on partner, which is confusing because they're law partners, as everybody <laughs> already knows them. Oh, yeah, of course, you're partners. We've known that for years. Right. <laughs> Saul says, no, we are homosexual law in bed partners <laughs> with each other in life. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that after the people walked away, he's like, uh, Saul's like, no, you guys are confused. Robert's, Robert's just like, they are now. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah, I mean, I can imagine that's tough because like you can't really, I guess like the default thing in today's day would probably be like partner, like this right. is my partner. But like because of the the confusion, like that would have because to add the, job, right? You're right, you'd have to add the element that Robert uh, didn't want which is like adding the quotes to friends like this is my right. friend this is my partner yeah um, i don't i mean i don't even know for sure like i can't think of a better term that they could no, have used because like robert says they are kind of too old to say boyfriend they've been yeah. technically together for like 20 years in secret so it's kind of you're right. a little bit past the boyfriend stage at that point. But they're also planning on getting engaged, so I guess, or planning on getting married, so they could have used fiance. Yeah, that's um, true. But, yeah, that would have, that's quite clear. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no doubt there what that one means. <laughs> yeah. But then it, that's also like, whoa, you're not even divorced from your wives yet, and he's already <sighs> your fiance kind right. of attitude that's, as well. Yeah, that's a bit of a, a, a quick step. Yeah. It, is, it is bring like an extra element to that like because it's so unexpected by like people that they knew and their friends like 
you know, you have that one couple, Judy and I forget the guy's name, who are, you know, he thought that his wife was joking when he said that right. Saul and Robert were together, <laughs> which is just, I like that Frankie's just like, no one would ever joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, Ugh. I can't imagine being in a spot where like, being Frankie or Grace where like you're witnessing your previous partners like together and, and seemingly happy and like openly talking to people whereas like you're trying yeah. to avoid everyone and yeah hide in the corner basically uh, how do you feel about robert's sister uh, i do not like robert's sister me neither uh, <laughs> do you feel like she's just faking being okay with it to robert oh absolutely okay yeah that's definitely the vibe that i know as well i think in the same way that like to Grace, she was like, yeah, maybe don't come to the dinner. I feel like right. she would also say that to Robert and Saul, like, mm, maybe it's not time for you guys to come around the family. Right. Which is annoying. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like I feel like more than just, like, her personal beliefs, it's just, like, her concern with her social appearance. Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that this is, you know, a big scandal basically in her life yeah. now and she doesn't like it for that reason much more so than than any other reason oh yeah you know? i didn't yeah i didn't get the impression that she was like you know disgusted with the fact that like right. robert and Saul were together but yeah it's absolutely like a how would society see this like how would my inner circle view this so we can't right. invite people absolutely and and it's kind of like sad too because like you know as we were saying about the previous episode Grace is realizing that she, she's losing everything that was ever in her life. And she refers to Lydia, uh, the sister, as her best friend. Right. Which is, like, clearly Lydia looks up to Grace in terms of, like, how sophisticated she is and stuff. But, like, if you're about to ditch her, you know, automatically, obviously right. that's not a real friendship. You know, it was another thing about Lydia wanting to look good socially. Like, Grace was, she made a company for herself. She exactly, was like, yep. you know. She was the good person to be around in yeah. a social sphere. Right. Which is just but really, really sad. It is. Yeah. I think that in the next episode, Brianna refers to Lydia as a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Which she is. <laughs> she is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so after like the, you know when Grace is talking about how she's losing her best friend and her extended family and all of this stuff that's also the moment when like she kind of like this whole time she's been trying to like get rid of Frankie basically or like kind of like uh, I have to stay with her but she actually says yeah. it out loud that she's kind of like you know all, yeah, all, I'm, yeah. all I get is stuck with Frankie and of course Frankie who every other part point in the episode is hard of hearing like mm -hmm. walks by and catches that at the exact moment which yeah. <laughs> cre creates the tension for the next episode but... i feel like there's there's no way that frankie would have actually have accurately heard grace say that <laughs> right. because like her hearing's always portrayed as being so poor <laughs> right <laughs> but um but yeah it does it does create some tension for the next episode which yeah. i do i do enjoy that aspect of the next episode the way they work through that but um yeah me too but uh yeah, that I was just gonna say. I think um, both you get from both Robert and Saul. They kind of get to the realization that they miss their wives. Yeah. Maybe not in like a romantic sense, but they they miss having them to do these things with. You know. Absolutely. Like there, you know, the moment when Saul like sees Robert staring at Grace, and he's just like, "Oh my God, you're angry. Yeah. I'm not Grace." Yep. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, they're you know, and they have a real 
a real moment where he's like, I'm not like I'm always going to be too loud and I'm going to give hugs because I'm not I'm not her, you know. Right. And um, yeah, I think that because they were so because they had planned to be together and like that's what the reason that they broke up with their wives is so they could finally be together like openly and out and stuff. It's like they didn't give themselves time really to like grieve the aspects of their relationship that they enjoyed. Right. And I don't I don't even think they anticipated having a need for that, you know? Like it was just so much the desire to be together, but they'd never really been together out in public before as a couple. So they had no idea what to expect from that. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That but that pretty much ties up that episode. I do have one more quote I would like to (laughs) I'm one sixteenth Chippewa. (laughs) That makes me part eagle. It is not my nature. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I also liked when she uh oh she sees Saul and Robert walk in with the widow and she's like, sweet muscular Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh and Frankie she also says they can't leave us and share clothes. I also like when she's like stalling to go to the funeral. She's like, my God, there are water bottles and caps for days. <laughs> uh, uh, is that is that true that you can't recycle bottles with the caps on them? You are supposed to take the caps off, yeah. Like what happens if you don't? Um, I don't know. I imagine that like when they're getting crushed up in the machines, they just kind of burst. But like, oh. Huh, interesting. Yeah. But... With the, as we were saying, with the uh, thing that over that uh, uh, Frankie overheard that she, you know, Grace is stuck with her. That brings Grace us, feels like she's stuck with her, right? Yeah, that brings us to then uh, episode five, uh, which is the fall. The fall, and this is the first episode I feel like that we have where there's very few members of yeah. either family. There's no Saul. There's no Bud. No Kyle. No Coyote. No Mallory. Um, it's just basically mostly it's just Grace and Frankie um, and Brianna and then just like a very small moment of Robert (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um, it's definitely the most strangely done episode out of all four seasons they don't do another one like this at any point Um, and I guess we can just come out and say like yeah. how it's done since we're assuming all of our listeners have watched it at this point <laughs> yes but like grace has like I don't know, what do you even want to call it she's almost slips and falls in a yogurt's place and she has like this it's almost like vision she, of like yeah. what could happen in the second that it takes for her to not end up falling right <laughs> basically yeah it's like she's it's kind of like she sees her future flash before her eyes and right. it's not a great one <laughs> right like if she if she were to fall and like how that could play out for her, but she ends up not falling. Frankie yeah. grabs her hand and catches her. Yeah. But um, and, and I don't know. Most usually, I don't like to be tricked like this when I'm watching a TV show. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't. I don't mind this one so much. Yeah, and I. It was kind of a strange sort of thing because I remember watching it and I was like, I was like, I I think this isn't real. Right. Yeah. But is it? I don't know. You know, because like some of it, like. <laughs> It could definitely happen. Like, of course, right. she could fall and break a hip. I need to do this and, and blah blah blah. And I loved also when, like, you know, when she in her in her future vision or whatever is afraid of getting surgery. Frankie is just kind of like, really, you've not had surgery? Yeah. Not even <laughs> yeah. in like the upper region. Yeah. <laughs> Pointing towards her face. 
That's so funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, like it's the the way that the episode is like um, done is it's different. Like it kind of goes really quickly, you know. Whereas most of the time, the episodes progress pretty slowly throughout throughout the day. This jumps from like one thing to the next, yeah. so you kind of get like I don't know a little bit. What's the word that I'm looking for? It doesn't seem like real or believable 100%, right. which makes sense then because at the end it, it's not actually happening. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Um, but of course, like that in her vision, the entire premise really is to realize that like she has been treating Frankie like shit. Yes. And yet, despite all of that, which I found which I found good, like, like in her vision, despite all that, Frankie was still there for her, despite right. her being, like, a raging bitch to her. She realizes that she's been <laughs> treating Frankie terribly. Frankie's the other person who's going through all of this right. same situation. And Frankie's still there for her, even though she has been a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I think that this does, it begins moving their relationship towards, like, what you expect it to be, you know, yeah. like close relationship that they end up developing this is like behind of the beginning of that right and i mean you know their entire relationship part of what makes it great is that they're they're kind of always bickering about things yeah which, which i love and they have this really great banter um which is like you know at the end of this episode there's that point when grace is kind of like hey how about we like you know pour ourselves some drinks and like yeah. chat and <laughs> she's trying to be like very like typical the typical girlfriend type deal right and um which <laughs> is kind of funny because like you see her really opening up in that moment and then <laughs> frankie's just like you know i think i'm not gonna get a hearing aid i don't really <laughs> care you know it's not I worth listening i think i'm better off yeah. missing half of what she said <laughs> yeah. uh which yeah i would i but, don't know if, if they'd actually like opened up and like had a heart to heart and stuff like maybe that would have changed the, their dynamic in terms right. of the relationship which i'm kind of glad it well, didn't i feel like they they do have moments of that they do throughout yeah. the series but it just wasn't in this episode yeah not quite yet there are there are some good moments in this episode that are not inside of grace's like hallucination <laughs> yeah. we have it we get to see frankie and brianna both stoned at the beginning of the episode yeah. which is quite yep. funny to watch <laughs> yep you yeah. feel like the scene where that chair drops <laughs> in the background do you think that was an accident because i feel like that that wasn't supposed to happen but they just kind of went with it <laughs> i don't know that's a good point like it just both of the, the faces on um, brianna and frankie's faces like they seem like almost like they're about to break character like they're actually honestly <laughs> surprised and shocked that this happened but then know. they kind of just like went with it <laughs> that would be great if that's the case like, I don't I know. I didn't look it up at all, but like I feel like that may not have supposed to happen. <laughs> Just like I wonder if the point when like Brianna's getting up and she like runs into the lamp and <laughs> and says "excuse me," that yes. also seems kind of like a, a sort of on the cuff type thing. Yeah, which which I love. There and go, <laughs> speaking of like on the cuff comedy type things, like in the th episode three, there's the point when Bud is getting into his car and like has left his cup of coffee on there and yeah. you see his hand sort of like reaching around for it yes. like because bud is otherwise really put together i wonder if that was like just a mistake and on the part of the the actor yeah, too like whoops been, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um but yeah yeah the whole like go ahead no go ahead as i say the whole like seeing them them stoned and sort of interacting with each other is really is, is really funny 
even if maybe it's a little exaggerated but we would also get like um the start of grace's internet dating in this episode (laughs) (laughs) her daughter Brianna convinces her to create an online profile yes and (laughs) she says that um she doesn't want to like press send and like create her profile because everybody will know that she's a desperate loser. And Brianna's like, that's okay because they're all desperate losers too. <laughs> yes. I did love Grace's reasoning because like, that's what I think too. Sometimes when people talk about online dating, she's uh, like, well, I choose not to be murdered by a stranger. I met online. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Everybody who uses internet dating is definitely a desperate loser. <laughs> Oh, Madison. <laughs> for our Aww. listeners out there, that's how I met my boyfriend. Yes. And you've been together for... <laughs> Almost two years yeah, now. Yeah, you're fine. You're not, you haven't been murdered yet either, so... He hasn't killed me yet, so... Knock, knock know, on wood. I'm, I'm guessing that won't happen at this point. I would be quite surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things that happens on the first date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But no, I, I mean, I think it is funny to think because like, I guess, especially if you're not of a generation where online dating was like a thing, because Brianna has talked about how she goes on dates with people like constantly through online. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Grace, especially, I'm sure it's like a real like you don't if you don't meet people naturally, like you don't date. Them, right. You know, and there's still, like there's the element of like internet dating not being something she's ever done but also just yeah. she hasn't been on a date in 40 right. years because that's how long she was married so she Absolutely. has no idea like how to even date somebody at that point you know yeah and i'm excited to to talk about some of the dates that she has because we see some yes. And just <laughs> yes we do priceless <laughs> some uh... of them are, are pretty amazing but also, when they're in the frozen yogurt place, like before Grace slips, yes. does she say that the frozen yogurt place <laughs> smells like a breast? Yeah, she Because does. that's what I heard. That is exactly <laughs> what she says. And I was, I just laughed out loud and I was like, what? Like a breast? Like, what does that mean? Like what do breasts smell like? I don't know. I mean, I imagine on a long day, it smells of sweat, but maybe. But I mean, that shot. could be any other part of your right. body as well. <laughs> Smells like say it breast. smells like a butt it would make more sense <laughs> i mean unless it was like meant to be like uh, like a reference to dairy and like breast milk or something i don't I know i was thinking like maybe she meant it smelled like a chicken breast because like raw chicken meat does kind of have that weird maybe. smell to it but smells like a breast it smells like a breast <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know what that means yeah. there's no scent that's like appearing in my mind to relate to that yeah i smelled mine they just smell normal <laughs> if anyone listening uh happens to know how a breast is related to a yogurt stand please let us know we would love <laughs> or, to know what specific scent breasts are supposed to have that mine maybe don't yeah <laughs> also like is the is the store called Menchies or something? Like, is that supposed to be a play on word with munchies? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. If that's what the name of the store is, that would be my guess. Yeah. Which makes sense. And we didn't say this explicitly, but as you all watched the episode, like, we see that the motivation for going to the yogurt store is... Is because they're starving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're like, frozen yogurt. <laughs> Oh, I can relate to that. That, <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. <laughs> Yes, but um, but yeah. So I mean, this episode, as we were saying, like, is really important to getting Grace to realize that you know Frankie is in the same situation as her. They're the only two, like, she's the only other person who really completely understands her situation. Exactly. So they need to sort of buck up and 
you know, sort of be there for each other. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What's the relationship heading in the right direction? Yeah, we do learn in this too, which is brought back in a future episode that Grace is claustrophobic. Yes. Where she's going into the MRI machine, and we have in the in the flash forward or whatever you want to call it, when um, and then we have uh, Frankie come and save the day. But yeah, but yeah. So yes, that's about it. Do you have any uh, qu- other quotes from this one? Man, my bra is tight. <laughs> oh crap! I'm not wearing one. <laughs> <laughs> I also like cultured. You sound <laughs> like yogurt. Which is what sparks it. <laughs> and then um, Brianna at the end of the episode saying, "Brian, you have wet nuts." <laughs> <laughs> I also liked in the in the uh, flash forward or whatever when uh, Frankie's like, "Go fuck yourself," and uh, Grace is like, "I can't, Frankie. I broke my hip." <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that wraps up season one, episode five. Yep, and, well, really, it wraps up season one, episodes three, four, and five. That's true. And then next time, we'll be discussing season one, episodes six, seven, and eight. Which are called? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) As I look really quick, research is getting back to us. Um, Hold on, hold on. We've, We've put in a memo towards the research department. Yep, research says the next episodes are... The Earthquake, The Spelling Bee, and The Sex, which are oh, all yeah. solid. solid episodes. They are. They're all good episodes. I mean, episodes. this entire, I should, all of the episodes of the show are solid, so. See, that's the thing. Like, our other podcast, um, Drought Level Podcast, yep. um, we do a rating system at the end of each episode. But I feel like it would be, I, I, I would never rate an episode of Race and Frankie below a five, I don't think. Like, no, I they're all love so- them all. They're all very solid episodes. Even the ones that deal with, like, very serious content, you'll laugh out loud at least once during them. They're all funny, you know, and, yeah, they're all just really good episodes. Yeah, and it's, a, it's an episode where, like, you know, sometimes in other shows you have storylines that are kind of subpar, like your C-plot may be real boring. Right. But in Grace and Frankie, like, I, as far as I can remember, I've never been bored with a plot line. Right. It's always like. There's no, like, filler in it, you know? They're all, yeah. they're all good storylines. Yeah, the writing is just, like, so good that you are, and the, and the acting is so good that you're just constantly yes. in, which is, which is something that's really great about this. Yep. But yeah. So thanks, then, everyone, for listening. Um, remember that you can find us on Twitter at NNO Podcast. And you can email us at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Yeah. And so we, you will hear us. Again next week. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone.